0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom, shakalaka.
1: This week in Nintendo Main, quick, 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 Sonora, quick and all the time.
0: Okay, I believe you. I can't tell if I'm catching monkeys or if these are like dice.
1: I'm back again.
0: John's back again.
1: main podcast episode 384 your place to hear all
0: musical podcast
1: oh god no your place to hear nintendo fans talk about amazing new remasters that are on switch now and uh john is here now so you should talk about our question that we got last week that you weren't able to answer because you weren't here even though i'm pretty sure i know what uh, what your answers will be but uh what was it we got we got a question from hutch on our on our community and I'm sure he would like to know what you said as well. So, All right. So, Ed, so Hutch said, what are three things that make a game for you? And what are three things that break a game for you? Things that drive you to play versus drive you to turn it off.
2: Ooh, three things that make a game versus break a game.
1: Yeah. Three, right. three, th- three things you look for, three things that turn you off. We answered this last week, Jeremy and I did, but you didn't. So why don't you go for it?
2: Sure. I guess one is whatever the main sort of gameplay hook is, it's got to be It's got to be good. It's got to be interesting. The thing that I'm doing most of the time has to be engaging. That makes sense. I don't know. Like I always go back to Emoto's quote about controlling Mario in Mario 64. Like just moving him around should be fun before you put anything else into the game. Just the thing that you're doing all the time, that should be fun in and of itself. So that's, that's number one, I guess, two, I don't know. Um, I think it's got to put fun first above everything else, above story, above graphics. All that, and that's that goes back to why I love Nintendo because they put fun first, and then I don't know what's the third one.
1: Must have FMVs.
2: Oh, must have absolutely yeah. must have full motion video. That's why I've only liked big about twelve you, games so far throughout history.
0: John's very passionate about actors having work and being paid fairly.
1: <laughs> that's right. Uh, aren't we all right if, uh,
2: if you've got polygons, you're cheating actors out of out of money. So that, there it is.
1: Well, they get one day cut, they get uh, paid for one day, and then they turn them into polygons, and then they can use them forever after that. That's the way, that's the new way of things, how, how we're doing things.
0: Just like James Earl Jones's voice.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then the things I don't like,
1: um,
2: just a, a lack of polish overall. Like, if you're going to make something, make it at least decent, or, you know, it's an insult to me and my time. I don't know what, two, two other things. Help me
1: out. RPGs. <laughs>
2: rpgs i tend not to like
1: rpgs well it's uh, uh no i mean what you don't like is um you know like turn-based combat is what you don't like not that you don't that's like true. rpgs because harvest moon is an rpg and you like that game or not harvest moon uh stardew alley
2: yeah i just uh, I, I guess i don't like waiting turns and like selecting moves from a menu i'd rather just do the thing i think that's like i always remember as a kid wondering why and uh like Final Fantasy, why did I have to pick the moves from a menu? I not I couldn't just do the moves. I didn't understand the lineage. Because it's a uh, cere- video game RPG, tabletop RPGs, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it it just didn't didn't gel with me. Uh, what else? Oh, one more thing. No Waluigi. I don't like. How about yeah? <laughs> Any Waluigi? Uh, you know, in a game, bad news. Why Super Smash Brothers is my favorite game of all time?
1: Because <laughs> he's not in it. Yeah, I think he's like an assist trophy, right? Isn't he in there for a second? Yeah, points off. We forgot to introduce all of ourselves, but we are your hosts. I'm Trey. Tonight was my nickname. I'm Trey Button Mode 64 Johnson. I'm
0: Jeremy Splorchy Credits Mikowski.
1: I'm John Florida Man Knitter. yeah. Um, I don't know if you listened to our last episode, but I think some of the things, like what was it, my turnoffs were like, uh, my, my is like sounds like a dating show. It's like my my turn ons are. Um, beautiful open world, wonderful music. Uh, no, it was, I think the things I said I didn't like was like, uh, building and tower defense or two of them. I don't remember what the other one was.
2: Yeah. I listened to most of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing.
1: You're not a true fan. Uh, it was, it was repetition was the other thing when, when games get too repetitive, but the, but it doesn't really progress. That's another thing that really bothers me. You're kind of doing the same thing over and over again.
2: You're saying that again. Same thing you said last
1: week. Kind of like, (laughs) kind of like how we are. Like we said last week. So let's, uh, let's move on from that to uh, games that we got. My
0: three things. W- I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to games that we got and games that we've been playing. Uh, the prodigal son uh, has returned. John is back. Yes, I am back. Tell us about your life and what's happened within the last two weeks or whatever. When was it? We had you on for one, and then we didn't have you on, and now you're back
2: again. So. Yeah, it was not last week, but your, I was on two weeks ago. Your,
1: your middle name, your middle name should have been Biweekly, John, John, John Biweekly yep. Knitter, because that's because <laughs> that's where you're at now.
2: No, I've just been uh, uh, working a crazy, weird schedule, and so that's why I hadn't been able to to be on the last couple of times. But that schedule's over, so it's all good now. I got Quake Two remastered. That's the only big thing that I got. Um, we'll talk about that together later. Uh, Game wise been kind of more of the same so i just don't have much to report except for quake 2 i can tell you a little bit about what i've been doing i went to fort lauderdale this weekend for a project
1: oh for something that you found somehow you're working in the in the spirit halloween that is uh, that is movie making now (laughs) somehow have you seen have you seen i'm sure you've seen the memes i've seen it from friends of mine that work that worked on tv shows but where like they yeah. basically put the spirit of Halloween sign like over the Hollywood over sign the Hollywood because <laughs> nobody's funny. working anywhere. I know I'm fucking yeah. delivering food for Grubhub, so there you go. That's what I'm doing to try to live, try to pay my mortgage. Now that I have one of those, <laughs> yeah, and you got to mow your the, lawn. Still, uh, we actually we actually hired somebody. Somebody's coming in to do it tomorrow. Nice. Uh, it's a. Fu- it's it's like it's too much of a fucking like it. If you saw it, it looks too ridiculous. Like. I don't think I could do it on my own. It's a fucking jungle out there. I'm saying it's scary. So you
0: just need someone to tame it, and then you'll maintain it.
1: I want somebody to deal with these insanely huge weeds that are everywhere. Like, really, they are like taller than me. Like, it's it's frightening. So that's what we're, we're doing. To
2: pay somebody to do that versus
1: spend you know three mm-hmm. hours of your time every week. Why well, I just? I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't long. I haven't mowed the lawn yeah. since I was like eighteen. Plus, there might be snakes. <laughs> I've mowed the lawn since since I since 1998, and lawnmowers are weird now. Like uh, we just got a we They've just got, changed we just got a lawnmower from our friend Joan, and it's like you plug it in and you like mow like with it plugged into the really? wall. Like I've never mowed like that. Like I use, I'm I'm from back in the day when we put gas in the lawnmower, and that's and that's how we did it. You know, and it so propelling lawnmowers or whatever. I don't know. There's it's a whole new thing. Jeremy's got one that recharges itself or whatever. Like it's crazy world. New. new
0: well, you yeah, gotta plug it in. It's like Chibi Robo mower.
1: Yeah, it's got a battery. It's like a cell phone mower, you know. It
0: does not have Bluetooth. I didn't want to
1: pay for that feature. <laughs> you can't, you can't hook, you can't hook your heads up headphones up to it. So you can just listen to it, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just listen to it, just cutting grass. The whole just time. have your headphones
0: on, listening to the sound of it. You know, that'd be kind of funny because it, it's like basically silent. It, it makes hardly any sound, and uh, it'd be funny if you could have like headphones on where it made the sound of a gas lawn mower while you're doing it.
1: it. It's it's you know to make it unique is why, to make it authentic, right? So
0: yeah, so I was in Fort Lauderdale
2: this weekend and uh, doing, some, doing some work down there. But once I got finished in the meantime, I decided to look around for some used game stores. I want that to be my thing now when I go to a new city, I want to look for what's like the cool new game store and all that. And plus um, the place that I was staying there is actually my parents' place, which they just, they just bought a vacation condo. So I thought, well, I'm gonna be coming down here, I guess probably once a year or so maybe, why? So I, m- I might as well look and see what the new game store is, and I couldn't find one. So
1: that's because it's outlawed in Florida. That's why it's Ron. Uh, it's Ronda it new stops. thing is uh, uh, video games are the same as sugar, man. You know he wants he wants everybody to be off that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was all Game stops. i mean, Maybe there's some some further out from where I was looking, but I was trying to stay close to home. So yeah, I don't know. I guess the, the quest continues for looking for a cool game store in in Fort Lauderdale for whenever I go visit my parents down there. And then, uh, while I was down there, I went to see the Barbie movie, which I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great movie. Nice. Uh, So
1: jealous. I want to see it someday. I really, really want to see it. You should go see it.
2: It's worth seeing. Hey, Uh, it was funny to see it in Florida, which is like,
1: it's not that easy. (laughs) I mean, I really, really don't have time to see anything, but, uh, I someday whenever, uh, Oh, well, I guess, well, we went to a movie, we went to a different movie a couple days ago, and I was telling Jess, I was like, you know, we could have just stayed here all day. There's, like, six movies here that I want to see. Like, there's, there's like, too many fucking movies out there. There's too many.
0: What'd you go to see?
1: The Toxic Avenger, the original. Nice. That's what we went to see. Oh, at Alamo? Yeah. Very nice. But it's, like, there's too many movies. Like, they, like, Talk To Me, the the horror movie, you want to see that? Like, Barbie's there. It's pretty good. TMNT's there, like... Oppenheimer's there. Like every, I could just spend all day just watching every movie they had there and be fine. You know, like it's. I mean, it would be very expensive because they. You know, we spend a lot of money on food and drinks and stuff there. But, but yeah, there's too many movies. Bring your own granola bars. No, no, no time. No time to see them. But you liked you liked Barbie.
2: Yeah, I liked it, and I thought yeah, I'd, I should see it while I'm in Florida because like Barbie takes inspiration from Florida, the whole Malibu Barbie thing and all that.
1: Oh, I, I figured you should see it in Florida because it's Florida. So. You know, there's probably nobody there because they're all like, uh, cons- they're mostly conservatives, right? In, in Florida, it's a, it's a place for old people to die. It's like number two under Arizona or whatever.
2: I went to a Sunday morning show, and there was probably a dozen people there with me, like ten thirty. You know, not a popular show time. I went first thing Sunday morning, but, uh,
1: but after they were all at church. I
2: say after the after that show, yeah, you know, after the show got out, people started coming to the theater. So mm-hmm.
0: they're getting out of church.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: That was the that was the one oh. line. Uh, sorry to. T- that, it, it was kind of cool to see the Toxic Avenger at the Alamo Drafthouse because I'm used to seeing uh, older movies at the Music Box, and most of the time when you see older movies at Music Box, everybody tries to, like, they try to say all the lines before they happen, you know, and it's really mm-hmm. annoying because everybody's trying to quote the movie, but Alamo is very much about, you know, everybody shut the fuck up or we'll kick you out or whatever. That's that's why I like going over there. And, uh, you know, nobody said anything, but there was, like, one line that I said that I did say before it happened, and that was the line, was that line where he's like, uh, He's like, I got to go home. And he's like, why? He's like, I got to go to church tomorrow. And I, I did say that one out loud. When they're like running over the kids, like they're, they're like, you know, they're killing kids in their car and all that. And they're like, I, they're like, I got to go to bed soon. I'm like why? I got to go to church. I did say that out loud because I love that line. I always think it's hilarious. They're like murdering children and they still want to go to church. It's a good one. Seems toxic. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did see the new turtles movie. I don't So you didn't see it. Jeremy, did you see it? I haven't seen it yet.
1: I told you. I've got, got, really no, got no time to yeah. see any movies. Yeah,
2: I, I went with my nephew. Maybe, did I talk about this on the show already? I don't remember.
1: No, you oh. haven't. That's why I put it in your notes, because you only told it to us on the Slack. So tell tell the listeners oh, okay. about yeah, I went with my nephew. the new Mutant Mayhem. They re- revitalized Pizza Hut in some way. I know that, because I delivered Pizza Hut to some giant fucking uh, condo building downtown yesterday. And they have sp- and they have special like Mutant Mayhem pizza boxes. Like specifically because it's in the movie, right? They, there's a, the, I mean, for what I saw in the trailer, they actually speak directly of Pizza Hut in in the turtles movie. Oh, I don't remember. I saw it in the trailer. Right, cause, cause one of them, what was it, Michelangelo or somebody, like says like you can't out Pizza the Hut. Like they say the the line from the from the commercial and all that. Sure.
2: So my nephew and I really enjoyed it equally. You, you know, he's seven and you know I'm 40, and I think it was a movie that we both enjoyed uh, very much on on different levels. And you know, he just liked the the action and all that and it's funny because going with the seven-year-olds, whenever they got to any time where they were just talking, just giving some kind of exposition, he would go boring. Like he just say it <laughs> later. <laughs> really? I I I don't you know quite those old people here.
1: He probably loved but, the Mario movie then because there was no exposition in that. Yeah, he loved he loved the Mario. It's just movie. like just boom, 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 speed run.
2: But anytime there was action on the screen, he'd pick back right right back up and he loved the movie and uh I, I thought it was great i think it's arguably better than the first very first ninja turtles movie i mean there's they're pretty different but uh it, it's it's within the same level of quality like no, no doubt it's it's those two are the best turtles movies now for sure and i love the style i love the whole like visuals that it looked like it was drawn out some out of some teenagers, teenagers notebook and, and i thought it was interesting uh for the first time that they showed these Turtles is actual teenagers, which I think that, that has never really been shown in any form, not the TV show or
1: well the, yeah, the, the actors are actual comic. teenagers now, right? The the voice right. actors. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was a, a cool take. Taking a little page from uh uh the first of the Tom Holland Spider Man Spider movies. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Focusing, yeah. yeah. I'll say Tom Focus Holland's like that. thirty
1: now, right? Or something. <laughs> I'd Probably, say he's yeah. not a teenager anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if he was at the, the beginning. He still looked pretty old. I mean maybe civil maybe maybe civil war.
2: It was effective that the, the angle that they took on this and I, I really enjoyed this movie. Plus Ice Cube as the villain was like hammering up having a good time and like the whole the whole um cast of other mutants, the villains and stuff, perfectly cast and, and it was just a lot of fun. So I recommend going to see that movie too. And then the other thing that I did last night, I went to go see Tim Heidecker in concert. That was really fun. Oh, awesome. Yeah.
0: I've been listening to uh I've his, him on I've been watching
2: his podcast. Yeah. I've been
0: watching the uh the podcast of his.
2: Yeah, office hours. I like his I like his podcast. I heard him on El Chapo as well.
0: The Fred Armisen one was fucking hilarious.
2: Yeah. I'd recommend going going to see him. He's on tour right now. They're calling it the Two Tim's Tour. And so one half is stand up, the other half is he's got a band. Mm-hmm. And uh, they call the band it Band really up. Stand Up
0: and Band yeah, he, Up. He has albums and stuff. Yeah. And they're like mostly satire, right? Like
2: the albums are are actually more they're genuine. Uh-huh. like it's not it's not him playing a character or anything it's just him genuinely like writing good music um I'm trying to think what, what to compare it to it's, it's it's like alternative there's some songs that have a little more country it's all like sing, singer songwriter type stuff
0: there was you so much music in tim and everything. eric i mean i never yeah doubted that he had some sort of musical talent but yeah i've i sure. listened to some of his albums and stuff since he since tim and eric wasn't a thing yeah anymore.
2: He had a really good time I went with Rich and he had a good time too. And then the, the stand-up part of it is really funny because it's basically his character from on cinema. So it's like if you remember that that show, if you've ever seen that show on On cinema, he's playing Tim Heidecker, but that's Tim Heidecker in quotes. He's like this like dim-witted, self-centered, right wing, extreme right wing version of himself. And so now with his stand-up, like his on cinema character has decided he wants to be a stand-up comedian. And so he's going out like telling really, he's he's basically a a really bad standup, but like he's playing it up. He's playing himself as a bad standup and telling jokes that are, he's like, he's fucking up his jokes on purpose and getting angry and throwing the microphone across the room. And Mm -hmm. uh, he did a great job. It was just really funny.
0: bit of a uh, Andy Kaufman sort of vibe.
2: Yeah. Like an Andy Kaufman kind of thing. Yeah. Or Neil Hamburger. Or Neil Hamburger. Yep. True. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun time, Uh, but that's been my two
1: weeks. Cool. Well, do you, well, let's talk about uh, a little game called Quake Two. Sure. So, Quake Two was rumored. We, we talked about it last week uh, that it was rumored that it was going to come out, and I thought it wasn't coming out till like Friday, but then it ended up dropping like Thursday, and it was like came out at at ten dollars, which is perfect. But it's probably one of like I said earlier at the beginning of the show. Yeah. It's it's a, it's an incredible remaster. Like they. I, I've, I've been like watching real. I've been watching videos about it and just reading up on it and they did so much like they've actually like changed the way the enemies looked like they actually like made you know put more detail in their faces they have they have higher AI now oh that was my other possible nickname I thought of is uh, is a uh, Trey's not good against new AI or something like that because the game is much harder now I've been playing I've True been playing I've been playing through the yeah or that. I've been playing through the N64 mode of it because the only Quake 2 I ever played was Quake 2 on 64. And uh, I didn't realize how different it is. It's incredibly different. Like, uh, they're much, much yeah, different. It's very different. But I, but I just started on the 64 one because I started... Because it, it came out, like, on Thursday when I was editing the podcast. So I was just like, all right, I'll just play it while I'm editing the podcast. And I've got, like, maybe... I've got, like, three levels left, I think, of the whole game. Like, I was hoping to beat it before we got onto this. And I got pretty far into it. But it's, like... It's way harder than I remember doing it. Because when I played, because I, I streamed Quake Two and I beat the whole thing in one setting, in one sitting, like on Twitch. And I was like, I, I should try to find that video and put it on YouTube. But uh, but yeah, know I played the whole thing through. And I and there's parts of it that I'm remembering now. But I'm like, I don't remember being this hard on the 64. Maybe I was playing on easy mode or something. Because I'm playing on medium this time. But damn, it gets fucking hard. Like it gets hard like kind of frustratingly hard a little bit sometimes. Like I was like, fuck, I was cussing at the TV last night. I was like, you fucking piece of shit.
2: At least you can save whatever you, whenever you want. Yeah. You know, I've been, I've been saved, else.
1: I've been saves scumming like there's no tomorrow. Like I've been, I, but that's like, that's how I play a lot of these, uh, retro first person shooters, but they, I love them so much. So it's, it, I was very happy to see Quake 2 on here. And I was, uh, from yeah, some never... of the reviews that I've seen, Quake 2 was not even a Quake game originally. It was just a game that somebody made that kind of looked, like Doom Quakeish and then they called it Quake 2 and I thought that was that was kind of cool like it had nothing to do with Quake whatsoever so it has nothing to do with Quake 1 but it's a uh, this is it, it's kind of almost like a uh, Turtles collection who was the guys that did that um, Cowbunga
2: collection yeah
1: yeah it's almost like Cowbunga collection level of extras i don't know if you looked into some of the stuff that's on there but it shows like the original designs of the weapons, like the very first version of it, uh, I I saw in one of the reviews they were saying that you could actually play the original E3 demo, like you could play like the oh, old cool. demo before the game ever came out. I don't know how to do that exactly. I haven't found it, but but I did go through all the all the ID uh, treasures and shit where you can look at all the original designs of the enemies and the weapons and all that. And I thought that was really fucking cool. And like some, and like the original art and yeah, I just, I just couldn't believe like, yeah, how they went through and just redesigned all the characters, like up, like made the AI better. Like they even like, there's even like a HD rumble in there and it's got the motion control and it's just like, it's just, it's just a blast to play. Like it's done incredibly well. I've seen it getting like 10 out of 10s across the board from like all the different reviews of it. And it's only fucking $10.
2: First one is. It's an unbelievable deal, yeah.
1: And then it's it's cross it's got cross play, uh it's got it's got like a co op, online co op, it's got split screen co op, like couch co op, like it's basically like anything you can think of, you have it in the game. Oh yeah, and there's like there's an, there was even like a whole new campaign that they made that like just came out, like that, that they just put on there like recently. Like it's if you were if you're big into old school shooters like I am, there's a shit ton of for you to play here for hardly anything. So it's very it's very impressive, and I love seeing stuff like this on Switch. So I, was... I never played
2: Quake Two back in the day. Played Quake One, and I loved it very much back back at the time. And then I, of course, I got the Quake One uh, re release on Switch, and I spent a good two days just blasting through that. And I think I put ten or fifteen hours into that. And so when this came out, it was like done deal. Let me get this this game that I didn't experience back in the day. And uh, man, I've been enjoying it. So I probably put I not put that much time into it because I had my Florida trip and I left my Switch at home. But um, I've been I've been digging into it here and there, and my impression is just it's like lean and mean, and 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 they it's put very so much, it's very like, mean extra stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, it's it, I like I love just like how clean it is too. It's, like like it looks beautiful. The presentation is really sharp. It's that thing that we're always talking about with these retro re releases where you just want like the same but sharper. It's exactly that. It looks just really good.
1: It's a solid sixty frames, like yeah. like solid like. You know, un- unbreakable sixty frames per second, which is nice. It's just incredibly smooth. Like everything looks great. It's just, it's like the textbook. This is how you should do a remaster. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny coming off of like the heels of the Red Dead Re- of the Red Dead Redemption stuff last week, where it's like we're not really doing anything, and this is fifty bucks. And it's like here we did a ton of shit, and this is ten dollars. Here you go. Like it's like here's a yeah. bunch of fucking shit on here that we basically did, we, we went above and beyond, you know, and just, and brought you whatever, whatever you needed. Uh, it's even
2: it's $5 less than what we say is that go-to price. Like this, this could have been 15 and I think you would have sold just as many copies.
1: It could have been they 20 bucks 10. and I would have paid for it. But I mean, just the fact that it came out at 10, I was just like, holy fuck. And then when you see all the, everybody raving about how good it is, it's like, wow, like it's amazing. Just all this, all the shit that you, that you put into this.
0: Does it have yeah. online multiplayer?
1: It does, yeah. Crossplay, crossplay, online multiplayer. So, and it has a, it has online co-op as well. But it also, but it also <laughs> has, but but like I said, it also has a couch co-op and couch multiplayer split screen, which is pretty amazing. So you can play it four player at home if you want, or you can play it four player with your friends, or however many players. And it's got to it's got all the things, the stuff that was added in Quake One. I know it will like read messages to you and stuff like that, and you can add different emotes or whatever just for the fun of it i made i like made a button to where i can just flip off the game whenever i want and it says trey just flip the bird and it like and it like reads it to yep. me <laughs> stuff like that so yeah no it's 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 a lot of fun like I'm, i was uh very happy to see it on there obviously you know i'm a i'm a big fan of old school shooters but i was really looking forward to this one because yeah quake 2 i mentioned it last week on the show you know i i worked at a whatever at a, at, I was underpaid as a whatever as a ca- camp counselor at a Christian camp and I used the last of my money to buy Quake 2 on 64 and it was uh, it was important to me in that way but, it it, worth it. But, but let me tell you like Quake 64 is fucked up like I mean you know all the people are like they were like uh Nintendo uh family friendly not on 64 like maybe they didn't let any oh. sex in there but their violence is fucking awful like I'm I'm, at, I'm yeah. there's a part where you go to this like Insane asylum, and there's people just like just kind of walking around like laughing to themselves, and there's all this weird sounds in there, which I remember that being in the 64 game. But there's a level, there's a room that you just go into where they're just dropping bodies into grinders and they're just like exploding body parts everywhere, and that's just the room. Very bloody, very chunky. Or there's like you know, th- there'll be cages with prisoners in there, and you can like uh hit a button on the wall and it'll like put them into the lava and they die and then they come out and then you get a power up for it like they they reward you for killing these like helpless prisoners in this insane asylum whatever it's 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 kind of it's pretty fucked up like it's a fucked up game like i was like i was like damn like uh yeah no uh i know nintendo was like you know no no boobies or whatever but let's get really weird on the violence like that's like what i was saying the same thing with like uh with like duke nukem 64 where it's like we're not gonna have nudity but we're gonna have like mcdonald's serve human meat like that's that's cooler or something you know like that that's that's fine it's like and no sex but let's just kill people like yeah it's 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 very violent and even kind of disturbing yeah towards towards the end there like it's it always kind of creeped me out and it, and it creeps me out even more now with now that everything's like hd'd and and, and runs really smoothly and all that even though i think uh I think it ran really smoothly the first time, as I mentioned, probably mentioned before on this show. The original Quake Two on sixty four, they used the expansion pack to like make it run better instead of like giving it better graphics. So they did. I'm pretty sure they achieved sixty frames on that original one, as you can see if you're on, if you're a patron. It's got I got both of them running back back to back here, the 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 Switch one and the sixty four one, and the sixty one is still smooth as fuck. Like it's you know it's a little. Like the textures a little blitterier, but I still think it looks really good for what it is, you know. So, but yeah, I was very, very happy that that game came out. Jeremy, have you been interested in getting this
2: game?
0: Uh, not really.
1: I would say, very uh, happy. there's one thing that, it did, that did make me think of you, Jeremy. Uh, now there's a now there's a compass mode as they call it. So if you get yeah. if you get lost, you can basically hit a button and it will show you where to go.
2: Yeah, it'll lay okay. up a path on the ground exactly where to go.
1: It'll lay it'll lay a path on the ground. So I know you've like you've some I think you end up getting Quake 1 at some point. You say you get I lost did. pretty easily in these. So there's that there's that for you. And actually I used I didn't I didn't know about it until I saw it in a review actually. I didn't know it was there until I saw it on like Nintendo Life's review or something like that. And I was like, "Oh fuck, that's there." Cuz I cuz I got lost like doing the regular Quake game, which is much different than the 64 one. I'm going to I'm going to beat the 64 one, and then I'm going to go play the Quake one, and then I'm going to play the expansion shit and it's going to be fun.
2: I got some question about uh, 64 versus the regular Quake 2, because I started Quake 2, the regular one, and then I was like, oh, let me go try the Quake 2 64. So I played that for a bit. But now I'm trying to go back to Quake 2, the regular one, and when I go to load a game, there's no apparent difference or notation in the save files of (laughs) what is for what game. You notice that as well?
1: Yeah. Well, this is actually a problem that was in uh, Quake 1 as well. Because I played, because okay. I was playing, like, the new expansion stuff that they added on Quake 1, and I kind of quit playing for a while. But then I tried yeah. to come back, and there was, like, really nothing in that one showing, like, when was my most recent save. At least this one has times on it, but I don't think that one does. Right. But, yeah, it didn't really show, like, what version you were playing. So I couldn't yeah, figure out where I was say- or, like, what I was trying to do. And, yeah, this one as well, like, it saves everything together, and it doesn't say, like, Quake 264 or this is regular quake 1 it just says whatever the level is and it'll show the date and the time but it won't show what it's from so yeah that can be a little yeah, confusing it seems like a simple
2: fix that they could, yeah. that they should
1: do I, I do wish they did that cuz yeah i was i was trying to cuz i got a little frustrated with quake 264 so i jumped to quake 2 regular just to play some of it and i was saving it, and i realized everything was taking up the same thing but yeah it just all it does is just say what you what level you're on so it's just kind of like uh <laughs> which one which one are frustrating which i'm one's just gonna newest? go back and
2: play i'm gonna go back and play regular quake 2 just all the way through and finish it up and then go back to the 64 just to yeah. save the confusion
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard it's hard to jump between the two unfortunately so so that sucks
2: it's impossible to crouch between the two as i noticed i tried to hit the crouch button on the 64 one, and it just popped up and said quake 264 does not have crouching
1: yeah, I was wondering about that. that. that
2: says, every time you hit that button, that says Quake 264 does not have crouching.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it'll tell you stuff at the beginning. It, I wish it would have told me that uh, on that one, because I was trying to get under a thing, and I was like, why can't I get through there? And it's like, it's just not working. But then I tried the same thing on Quake 2 regular, and it does work. I'm like, oh, ah, okay. And there's like some extra <laughs> cut scenes and whatever, which doesn't really matter, I don't think on the quake on the Quake Two one. Like it has this whole big intro with like exploding ships or whatever. But yeah, it's all about the fun of the game. But no, it just it, it plays so well and the and the motion control works really, really well as well, so it's yeah. I highly recommend it. I mean, it'll go on sale for like two bucks or something and, or it'll be put on PlayStation plus or whatever. You can try it there. And
2: yeah, but even at $10, it's a throwaway already,
1: but no, it's, it's totally worth the 10 bucks. Like they, they really, they really put a lot of good shit into it, but, uh, let's see what else Uh, I, yeah, I already mentioned that I went to go see the toxic Avenger and all that stuff. I thought it went over pretty well. Uh, Everybody laughed at the parts that I thought was funny. So there's a, but I think that, you know, the, I think the crowd was there for the Toxic Avenger. I don't think they, somebody had just showed up and be like, oh, what's this movie? I've never heard of it. I think they've all seen it before. I
2: think everybody was there for the Peter Dinklage remake.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know that it was done because I was like, I was like, why is, uh, 'Cause Jess asked me like why is Toxic Avenger playing an Alamo Draft House and I'm like, I don't know. I think it's part of a I was like, I think it's part of a, a movie fest or something like that. But then like the next day I heard that the, the new Toxic Avenger is done and I'm like, Oh my god.
2: Yeah, they just put out the first screenshot from that and the
1: it's, I was talking to Jess about it earlier. I was like uh I was like, Yeah, it's just basically like it's it's like having like Britney Spears cover a dead Kennedy song or something like that. It like doesn't make any sense. It's like I don't, I don't know it's like a, is it still gonna be about like mega conglomerates and like and like pollution and all that stuff or like or like bullying from a from like a health clubs and all that stuff like I don't think, I think it's, it's going to... probably
2: taking a page from the musical which was a success there's an off-broadway musical a couple of years ago which was a big hit so I'm wondering if they're doing like the musical version, like the film of the musical.
1: I don't know anything about the musical version. For as far as I've heard, there's no musical stuff in this. The, this. From what I heard, it's like a Melvin is a dad now, and he has kids, and he's protecting his family. It's like what? What are you? What are you even doing here? Like really, really, what are you? What are you even doing in this movie? But seriously, if, you, if you're making it like it's just so wrong. Like it's it's like it's like having like I don't know. It's like having George Bush sing a fucking Dead Kennedy song or something. You're, you're taking things from the. <laughs> from the things that Trauma has always talked against, and then made a movie like it, just who is this for? Like, not for me, not for for anyone who ever gave a shit about the Toxic Avenger or Trauma. Like, why would you ever want to watch this fucking piece of shit? Like yeah, I mean, seriously, Trump like, sanction the whole thing. I mean, uh, hopefully they made some fucking money from it, but I mean, that's it's what not, I'm hoping too. Yeah, I mean, I hope they made enough money so they can make Toxic Avenger five because I'd rather see that than whatever the fuck this is. But no, I, I yeah, I saw yeah, sure. There's so how are they gonna work work the fucking tutu into it? Like that was part of a prank, like with him trying to get laid and all that. Like I don't know,
0: is the tutu still there?
1: Yeah, looks like he looks like he's still wearing the tutu in the one picture that looks stupid. Like the rest of it, but yeah, no, it it just, it makes no sense. Like I was listening to one a a long time ago. I was listening to Kevin Smith's podcast and, you know, he was actually originally approached for this to do, uh, to do the, uh, Toxic Avenger remake. And he's like, he's like, you guys obviously have no fucking clue. Like you never understood what Toxic Avenger was. You never knew what trauma was. This makes no sense. Like no one should do this. So he turned it down right from the spot because he actually understood what it was. So it's like I say,
0: they're both from Jersey. Both yeah, 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 they're, yeah.
1: They're both from Jersey. So he knew trauma. He knew Lloyd and all that. And he's like, he's like, I don't. Even know. He's like, no, I don't want to do this. It's kind of the same thing, like where uh, you know Lloyd Lloyd Kaufman was approached to direct the first Fantastic Four movie that uh, that uh, Roger Corman ended up doing. And the same thing. Lloyd was like, nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he's like, no fucking way, man. I'm not handling that shit. But it's like, uh, yeah. It's, so uh, is
0: Peter? Is it Peter Dinklage the one like? producing it or whatever or is he in the movie i
1: guess he is the toxic avenger because it was oh, okay was short or whatever i don't know i'm not fucking seeing that shit i'm not paying it
0: so maybe it's shit. his dream role they probably paid him somewhere.
1: yeah from what i, I heard say, uh, if it was his
0: dream role you could probably get lloyd kaufman to let him do it
1: well i mean lloyd kaufman's not directing it's not a lloyd kaufman movie he's just no cr- i know he's that I'm saying like his, his his original a writer.
0: movie instead of yeah whatever yeah. this one is sure
2: the director is i don't know i think his name I forget what his name is, but uh, he directed um, I Don't Belong in This World Anymore, which is a couple of years ago now. Um, it's a Netflix movie with Melanie Linsky, which was pretty good, so that gives me some
1: hope for
0: it. You got me at Melanie Linsky.
1: Mac- Macon Blair is his name. He directed Green Room, Murder Party. I, I, I guess I saw... Oh, Green Room? That was good. I saw Green Room. I'm thinking of the same movie. but that other that one with Patrick Stewart? Uh, I think so. I guess he acted, he was in, uh, I guess he acted as well. He was in, he acted in Oppenheimer. He's also in two episodes of Reservation Dogs, which just started a new season, well, both good, good, by the way. Yeah, I watched the new episode. I haven't seen any of it yet. So, I guess You've he- You've not
0: seen any of the show at all?
1: No, no, no. I No, I haven't seen any of the third season.
0: Oh, there was just one episode, I think.
1: Oh, I thought there were a couple. But, uh, yeah, no, he only, he's only directed one episode of Room 104- and yeah, he directed I Don't Feel at Home At Home in This World. That's the only movie he's directed, aside from this. He was a co producer on, on Green Room. But I mean, yeah. Still, who is this for? This movie is I don't understand. There's no there's no reason for this to exist, really. Unless unless it's gonna give Lloyd Kaufman enough money to make Toxic Avenger five and to finally make that Shakespeare Shitstorm movie available somewhere so we can watch it, then good. But aside from that, that movie can suck my nuts. as far as as far as I feel about that. I don't want to talk about it ever again. So, uh, better things, uh, there's a Samba de Amigo demo out there. That's where my, uh, quick, quick, quick Sonora came from because, uh, there's a dance mix of that Harry Belafonte song on there. So for free, you can download that and play it. There's like two songs on there. There's that song and another song.
0: How does it feel shaking the, uh, Joy-Con? Do they feel like they have little beans in them when you're shaking them?
1: Uh, you know what? I I didn't notice any like rumble when I was shaking them. So that's what I was wondering. So there was that, that motion
0: plus if they could make the little balls roll around. I'm just kind of wondering if you could have the little
1: yeah shaky things. Yeah, I didn't notice that when I was playing it, but I did play it in both modes. I played it on button mode and I played it on a uh, motion mode. I did both versions because there's only two songs in there, so it's really easy to do all of them. You could do all of them in like ten fucking minutes, really. But uh, <laughs> actually, I did I did way better in a uh, controller mode than I did in a uh, shake mode. That's for sure in uh, motion mode because some of the because they want you to like do poses and stuff like while you're shaking them and some of them don't like work right like it'll be like okay put one over here and one over here or put like one on the side and one on the other side and some of them might they didn't seem to register but if you play it with a controller you just use the two analog sticks and you just point to the different things and it seems to work so much better I got S's on every song with with doing the analog with doing the analog stick mode and I got like B's on the motion like I like it was like you got it's like you hit 100 hits on the on the button control and on motion you got like 50 like it was really like that much difference like I did I did terrible on the motion but but doing the, doing with the analog sticks I killed it so it's it's kind of it reminded me of like the um House of the Dead remake that came out where it's like it has the has the motion control but if you just use the analog stick it's so much easier to just to just like for me it was it, i did so much better pointing with the analog stick than aiming so did you know well, games like psych?
2: this it's always all about the music mm-hmm. and so i'll wait and see what the whole track list is but i can't imagine that it's going to be full of a bunch of music that i like even though i i, I like somebody amigo you know the, the wee one was cool but I, I don't know i'm not psyched about this one the the hair
1: the harry Belafonte dance mix was kind of cool i did like that because i do really like that song i mean that song was on our uh, wedding playlist for our uh reception. So I mean obviously that's and also it, it's the end credits of Beetlejuice, one of my favorite movies ever. So I mean, they, I mean I I was happy to hear that in there and it was fun to hear like a new club mix or whatever of it. And there's another song called Tick Tock, but I've heard I mean I've heard the song before, but I don't know who it is. But it's a it Kesha. was a, it's Kesha, you know it? Yeah. I was saying I was saying I thought you might if I just mentioned it. But yeah, the other song you can try out is, is Kesha's TikTok. Tock then.
0: Well, then I definitely have to try it.
1: Yeah. So it's like, I mean, but, I'm but it was, of
0: both those songs.
1: regardless of whatever the songs were, I thought it was still a lot of fun to play it. And there's kind of a thing where you do, where you move, like, where, where there'll be like a little line that goes from one thing to another, to another, which wasn't in the other song day Amigo, but this, this was actually in one of the, what was like in this very popular rhythm game that Jess and I played in Japan at an arcade. So I was like, oh yeah, there's that, there's that line. Cause we, cause that one was a, was a touchscreen one and you would like move your hand over it. And this one, you like you, you point the sticks w- within the line and all that, and doing doing the doing the poses can be really fun too, because like they want you to like you know they'll be like they want you to like pump pump the ceiling you know so if you're doing like the motion you would pump the ceiling as well but even in the controller you're still going like down up down up down up with the with the analog stick so you still kind of feel like you're still going with the with the rhythm and I thought it was I thought it was fun like I, I had a great time like the four songs that i played i still thought was really fun so i recommend like at least like downloading the demo and just trying it out cuz it's uh, i don't know i was having a blast doing it it was it was very very short experience but i was still like hey this you know this is cool it's like i don't really recognize these songs but it's still fun for me to play them you know it still kind of feels like guitar hero ish you know but like uh, you know yes, it's old school but, like but point Dreamcast era yeah yeah i mean
0: it's obviously a continuation of that it's not the same game but yeah it, it predates those things
1: True, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It it does. But
0: maybe not the rap
1: for the rapper. I think that might have been before. I mean it predates. Yeah, I think it predates rap for rap the rapper. no prep for the rapper was like 96. Yeah, that's why Oh, did. yeah, rap, yeah. No, no, you're right. I was still yeah. in high school. Never mind. because Dreamcast was like 2000 or something, right? 99 or 99. 9999.
0: Nine, nine, nine.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, whatever. But anyway, it's fun. Check it out. It's free. Download it and play some fucking uh Kesha. It'll be your favorite. But uh speaking of speaking of Dreamcast actually, I hooked up my Dreamcast for the first time, and oh. I don't know how long. I hooked it up to the TV over here, and I could not get it to work. So there
0: you go. Oh no! Uh-oh. Well,
1: I could get it. I could get it to turn on, and it goes to like set the date, but I couldn't get the controller to do anything from there. So maybe the controller's broken, or maybe the controller ports are broken. I don't know. But I get it to turn on. It's Let's hope it, it's just the controller. It did the Dreamcast thing with the spiral and all that, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, awesome!" But I couldn't. But I couldn't set. I couldn't get the date set, and I couldn't change the date, so I couldn't do anything with it. And there's a disc in there, you know. I have two Dreamcasts, and I have two controllers, so maybe uh, if I can find the other one, maybe I can try it. But but I finally. But I but I got all my stuff. I think I have all my systems. I have found all my systems now. Finally, like last week, uh, I said there was a mystery box. Uh, the PS4 was missing. I forgot to mention last week. i mi- I was missing all my Wiis and my Wii U. Couldn't find those either. Oh, but uh, but I have them now. My Wii U is hooked up. My Wii's hooked up right here. Uh, which it, it's kind of funny because I used to I would use my Wii U to actually power the ring lights that we would use to film the uh to film the Patreon video stuff. So, so so I had like one ring light that was uh, getting powered by the Switch. But but I had you know that because the, cause the because the Wii, you can always, you know, the, the USBs are always working, so you can always charge stuff off of it. So I had two ring lights that were hooked up to it, like these little tiny ones that you charge, whatever. So the Wii was actually a big part of everything. But I found all my mini kind The big USB hub. Yeah. No, it's a great USB hub, because, yeah, even if it's, well, as long as it's on sleep mode, it will always charge stuff for you. So I, I used it to charge whatever, you know, my headphones, my ring lights, whatever. Uh, it, You could charge your 8-bit does with it, too. Well, the older ones that use the minis, whatever. Well, actually, we could charge the, the the new ones too. Just whatever USB thing you have. But yeah, and I found my mini consoles. I found my mini Genesis, my mini NES and Super Nintendo, and all that. And I hooked up my PS4 for the first time today, finally <laughs> in like a month. And I downloaded some PlayStation Plus games. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, three new PlayStation Plus games. And I started playing Death's Door today, which has been. I've heard people talk like all great things about Death's Door. It's got. It's got so a. of that? It's got a lot of, uh, it's got a, it's got a tunic vibe. I thought Jeremy would be into it. I mean, you can download it. You could probably get it on your PS5, yeah. I'm sure, for free. It's a isometric, souls like ish, uh, starring a little bird that's a, that's a crow, and you're basically a reaper. So you, you kill people, you know, and you take their souls to, there's this whole thing with like a, with an office where you have to report to the office and you bring their souls or whatever. But it's, it's very beautiful. Like the music's very good. I, I remember Baba. I remember um, uh, Bob from Retronauts really loving it, obviously because it has a bird main character and he's really into birds.
0: So it's a little bit like Grim Fandango too,
1: right? Uh, kind That's of, kind I guess. But happened. I mean, yeah. but like, but it, but it feels like Tunic. It's like that sort of thing where it has like that, you know, it's isometric, but it's all about like dodging and and you get things to intergr- interrupt. You, you get stuff to upgrade yourself with and all and all that sort of thing. And yeah, and it's cool. I was just, uh, I was just fucking around. I just wanted to. Uh, I kind of like just because of whatever i sort of like sprained my ankle yesterday so i was kind of not moving around that much and i just wanted to like my ps4 was set up upstairs my my uh switch was downstairs i was like you know what i'll just turn the ps4 on and i just like um i just started going through the playstation plus stuff and i saw that death's door was on there and i saw so many things about it. i was like let's try this game out and i played it for like an hour and i really really liked it so from what i played so far but yeah, it had a lot of tunic vibes but it has that same like you know, indie, really, really beautiful looking game, like with great music, and I don't know, that's that's stuff that I like. So, check it out. It's been, I've saw many people that I know in real life, many people that I follow on the internet, whatever. So many people have talked about how incredible the game is. So it was cool to finally play it. I know, like a friend of the show, Joel, was really, really into it. But I, yeah, I've heard people. I think Alex was as well. But it's a, yeah, I've just heard it's a great, great game. So so check it out on there on your PS on your PS Plus. Uh, what what else? Uh, I downloaded. Uh, I think like. Uh, the whatever it's a PGA Tour 2K13 the, or 23. Oh, whatever. you did download that? There's a, Of course I did. I love golf games, and it's free-ish. <laughs> I guess so. And I played it just for the just because I turned on my PS4 for the first time. I I turned on Street Fighter Six and I went through the arcade mode with Zangief and fucked people up because I love Zangief. He's still awesome. He didn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have gotten any law lo- any less awesome when I wasn't there. But still, playing as Zangief is still amazing. So it was a lot of fun. I, I tore through the arcade without losing once. I got a, I got a couple uh, perfect KOs or whatever without getting hit, so that was cool. So I did that. But what else? I've just been playing, I played more with the with AW Discord group, which I was actually talking to one of the Discord people earlier before we recorded tonight. Just because, uh, I don't know, we're friends now. But uh, no, over the weekend, actually over the weekend we had a big wedding for our, for our friend uh, Caroline had a wedding over the weekend. So we were super we were crazy busy about that. But I've been kind of like I was going back and forth so I could come back and feed the cats and stuff like that. So I had, like, what was it, Friday night? Uh, Jess stayed at the hotel over there because they had to do a bunch of shit because Jess was putting the, was marrying them, uh, quote unquote, you know, doing like the ceremony. Well, there's a rabbi there too, but, you know, all this other stuff. So they were, they were way earlier, so I just, like, Went back to feed the cats and hung out. But Friday night I was at the apartment by myself, so I just basically got online and just played AEW with these uh with my Discord friends and we just we just hung out and talked about wrestling for a couple hours and just played AEW online. It was fun. And the other night we we, we played on Monday as well, but we couldn't get AEW online to work, so we played other games. We played uh we played Mario Kart and we played Smash Brothers and that was a lot of fun too. So uh it's just nice to have some other people to play online with, you know. So we're having a good time. Then the plan is to have a. I was planning on having like the 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 people who started the Discord on next week. So hopefully that works out, and we'll and we'll have them on as guests, and we could talk about AW Five Forever, the game that I won't shut the fuck up about. But it's a fun game. It's good stuff. And I wanted to. I wanted to, you know. I was, I was excited to have John talk to them as well about you know right. about about the game. It's it's, it's a fun game.
0: At least it's not vaporware.
1: Yeah, it finally came out. And there was what was it uh there was like a new thing with uh whatever Ziddy Zaddy whatever his name is on uh, X. Zaddy. Uh how you yeah however you pronounce it? He he came he said he was on vacation but he said that there's another patch coming and that they're working on the stadium stampede stuff and there's going to be DLC and you know just basically trying to like tame the you know tame the fans or whatever just be like oh no we have stuff coming we have stuff coming we're working on it we're working on it because i've seen i've seen so many videos on youtube right now that it's like aw5 forever is dead nobody's playing it like it's over you know and all the shit so but really they they really need an update i watched the thq thing when that happened and it was like it was such a nothing burger there was you you saw a couple clips of aw5 forever at the beginning but then it was nothing and i saw people trying to roast the roast the guy on twitter or whatever. And he's like, no, it was about new games, not about old games. And it's like, well, you still should have said something about the fucking AEW game that everybody yeah, wants to, wants action. updates of. Like, yeah. you could have said something like, hey, I don't know, you could have said something about Stadium Stampede or something about the DLC, which I paid for and a lot of other people have paid for that is not that did not come out on the day that it should have. You know, like whatever. You should you need to get it rolling there. Let's get it going through that. But uh, you know, maybe I think take that's... another
0: vacation, get your thoughts together.
1: Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think that's, uh, I think that's good for me. Do you need a break or do you need to? Oh, well,
0: why don't we take a quick break? Uh... All
1: right, well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and Jeremy will talk about the games that you've been playing and news. Hey. Just go to
0: patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and. Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Nintendo Podcast! Game over! Yeah, all right. So we're back from the break, Jeremy. What have you been doing?
0: Well, you know, as per usual, just playing those free games I got on the PS Five. Just shuffling through, and some of these games, I I didn't even write them all down. I was just like, I'm gonna try this one. I'm gonna try this one. And deleting them as I do that.
1: There was one thing that I saw. I think it's it's it's, it's on your level, I'm sure. Uh, Lost Judgment, like one of the the like non-Yakuzas, like the new ones. Star Wars. Oh no, nothing.
0: N- never mind. No, all the Yakuza games are on PS Plus.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, you should fucking play one This. So year. I have
0: access to them. I just have
1: not well, okay. well, I saw I saw one of the Judgment games on there. So, you know, like when uh when Yakuza stopped being Yakuza or whatever when they started doing the like a dragon like RPG shit, when they took Kiryu out of it, they started a new series called Judgment, which was supposed to be more like the Streets of Rage to, you know, like more oh, like okay. more like the Streets of Rage RPG open world whatever shit that I liked. And I haven't played any of those. I always kinda of wanted to watch see Judgment, but I saw that I think it's the second one, Lost Judgment is on is on there for free. So if you want to try the other non Yakuza beat 'em up shit, you can. But sure. You, but you should play I mean, I think I mean you played like a dragon, but I think you should play uh play Yakuza Zero. Bit. Yakuza Zero is a fucking badass game. It's a wonderful game.
0: I've been hearing you praise them for a long time. I just I've never tried it.
1: That's what I would tell anybody who wants to start on the Yakuza series. I would say, play Zero. It's uh it's the beginning. And then or and then play Kwame after that. But I Zero's really good. I mean, I put like 100. Kuami's
0: a remake of the first one, right?
1: Yeah, Kuami 1 and 2 are remakes of the PlayStation 2 Yakuza games. But okay. they but they both reference Yakuza 0, so it's probably better to play Yakuza 0 before that. Because like, okay. they're rebuilding the timeline, so those two ones have parts that are like zero, so you you know may not be... It's like, just just play zero. Zero's fun. I put like 150 hours in that fucking game, and I had a blast with it. It was it was funny, because I was almost at the end. I was at like 40 hours or something, and I'm like, I'm at the end of the game. And then I put like another 100 hours into it, just doing the extra shit, just because it's so much fun. And then I ended up being like, whatever.
0: Hey, I mean, if it's fun, it's fun. Keep playing it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I beat, I beat it finally.
0: We're all, on this podcast. I think we're all really
1: good at putting a lot of hours into games. We like that's true. Um,
0: for example, Slime Rancher. Slime I didn't. Even, Rancher. I haven't even. I haven't even wanted to look at my hour count. It's well above hundred by now. I'm sure. Really? Um, wow. But I did. I did technically beat it though. Uh, I saw the credits and I was like, okay. Think the thing is, I could have seen the credits probably weeks ago because the way you progress through the story it's like as you do different things like you get letters from your like ex back home on earth because you live on another planet Mm. and it kind of makes it sound like they're responding to the things you say so it's like implied that you're responding to them but you don't actually ever see it happening or whatever but uh yeah i just stopped checking my email i didn't care about it and uh because i wasn't checking real life yeah
1: <laughs> no i was gonna say it kind of sounds a little bit like pikmin 2 like the same sort of thing with yeah. pikmin 2 you just keep getting emails from your family members back on back mm-hmm. on wherever they're from um the, yeah it's like your your wife or your kids are like where are you it's like oh, i'm out like you know bringing bringing the money back or whatever that's what it reminded me of uh but yeah
0: there's a really heavy narrative told i, I don't know i guess i wouldn't say heavy there's a narrative of the fact that they were really close and then but they both had like their own adventures they wanted to go on and blah 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 now Such they're like going to just be apart it also says like she was sleeping for a year from between earth and there cuz you have to sleep in like that long distance travel sure yeah. anyway uh yeah that was i don't know oh anyway so i finally went like read all the emails and you have to like start i think you have to like start a new day or i don't know there's some sort of cool down before you'll get another email and then you just have to read them all and i think the way i was supposed to do it was as they came through in the story you know they were going to kind of match how far i was into the game or you know because there's still stuff left to unlock i think but i am pretty far into it uh yeah i'm giving i'm giving advice to dan every day now when he asks me it's so funny because he tried to get me to play this game so long ago
1: I was under the impression that it was a pretty quick game like I was just looking at the it is I was it's looking at the be how like long 30 30 to Beat. it's supposed hours. to be like a 20 hour game or something well i what well, it says it's just 14 hours for the for the main story which you know these the how Long it's to a game Beat that is people never really run. yeah no yeah that's what I heard because when because before I got it for switch I watched some reviews of it and yeah people were saying that yeah you could that you could speed run it and that was uh, what people liked about it that it's very quick or it can be really quick or whatever
0: yeah so yeah i've done a really good job of not looking online for tips and tricks and that's that's good and all but i've probably spent way more hours butting my head against the wall than i need to like i should have probably just looked at like a few things because like for the longest time i couldn't get like my robots to work i thought i was doing something wrong turns out you have to shoot water at them once in a while Mm -hmm. and it totally says that in like the description and everything i just it was like falling out of my brain as soon as i saw it each time but yeah i got through like a temple and then i got to this other area and um, i unlocked like a new spot where i can grow stuff like isolated from everything else that's pretty cool so that's where i have the uh the quantum slimes are like uh they're weird you don't want them around you don't want them
1: are, are they that? are they from the quantum realm like a, they're like, from quantum leap actually like, Ant- like ant-man 3 like they're just very tiny yeah. There's some crazy shit in the quantum realm. I actually like that Ant-Man 3. I know, Quite I, a know conundrum. Got, I know it got a lot of shit, but I thought it was fun. Bill Murray was... I mean, there. I see it
0: both ways. And at the same time, I only see it one way if you're observing me. That's sort of kind of what the how the uh, slimes work. So basically, they just can teleport all over the place. in this weird, like, phasey way where you'll actually see them in two places at once. And then they'll kind of decide whether or not they want to go to the new spot or if they're going to stay in the old spot. It's a silly, funny way to... I don't know... I, I, I was re- There's a reference to Bitcoin in it that's really funny in one of the item descriptions. Like, it's totally like a product of its time.
1: Yeah, I was actually, uh, we just, Jess and I were just but watching. But it's kind of cool. We're just watching the new Futurama today. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a whole episode about Bitcoin. And I was like, and we were drinking. I was like, let's have a drink every time they say Bitcoin. I'm like, I think they already said it 3,000 times.
0: But this was, this was literally like. Uh, so. Like-
1: that was during it. I felt like this one felt really yeah. old because it was doing an episode about Bitcoin. It's like, Bitcoin is like dead now, I thought. It's About. like
0: three years ago. Yeah, yeah. At this yeah. point, Elon must killed it.
1: Well, I mean, it takes I'm a long time. A long time to animate shit. So I understand. Like it takes forever to.
0: No, people started to in this game. The reference to it is it's obviously like it's very tongue in cheek. It's like uh, what does it say? It's like there's this resource that's finite and it's a virtual resource. But by accessing like this virtual realm, they can bring it into the real world and get real real benefit out of it. But in the in the meantime, they have to dig really really deep. And they have to uh, destroy the environment in order to make this virtual thing. And they're like, people wouldn't really do that in real life, would they? Hmm. So, yeah, it could, it could be referencing NFTs as well, I guess. But I think it was probably Bitcoin they were talking about.
1: Same sort of thing, right? Is uh, you just you just have to find slimes that like don't actually really exist, but people will still pay a lot of money for like that. Exactly. That's, that's kind of the well, that could work both for NFTs and uh, and Bitcoin. I don't know. It,
0: it's a it's a funny little thing, and I, it, the game has just got a charm all the way through it, and I love it. And you know, so technically I've beaten it, but I keep playing it because it's still fun. And I've started to finally figure out how to automate a lot of the things happening. And the more you automate, the more satisfying it is because you're like, I don't have to do that anymore. The robots are doing it for me, and it'll like you could noticeably see it saving you time. So you can start a new project or whatever. It's pretty addictive, like Minecrafty.
1: Like, what are your goals here? Like, what do you, what keeps you bringing it back to you? Is it like kind of making it to where you don't have to do as much, or like what keeps, like you said, you already beat it, but what like keeps drawing you to it? Like, just buying more shit or getting more money or making, I don't know. Like, what it's is- just that so I keep
0: figuring things out about it. That'll be like how to min max, and I'm trying to like change my layouts and everything. And I don't know. It's just for whatever reason I got obsessed with this game, and I really like the world and how the the approach to farming is really a fun new way. But you know, in a, in a lot of ways, it's like farming in Stardew Valley. It's just a different way of doing it. That's probably why I like it so much.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought you might be into it when I first played it. I uh, I was like, because I I don't know, I was thinking about. I was like, well, I should try it again. I you know, I have it downloaded on my Switch. I already bought it. You know, I, but I but I remember kind of being confused on what to do. I guess what I think was what kind of took me out of it. But I haven't played as long as you have.
0: Well, if you do play it again, go over to the sign. You know the main sign you face. There's an there's another sign to the right of it. If you go up to there, it's basically like a glossary for everything in the game, and like tells you how to play it and stuff. Okay, so it's basically the instruction manual. And it, and you can like at any time if you're looking at something, it'll like you can hit like a button to like bring up the encyclopedia entry on that thing, so you know what it is. So I I have a I have a suspicion they probably added that kind of stuff later, maybe before it came to Switch, but still, it's a game that. Had a pre-release sort of thing. It was an indie game that kind of blew up. It was the one. I don't know if it was originally a one-person project, but one person kind of like conceptually came up with it, and then uh, had a friend who helped them do the graphics part. And eventually, obviously, it grew, and they and they had more of a studio, and then or they eventually became a studio and stuff. It's a good game. Long and short of it. So yeah, what what keeps bringing me back is it's just it's got an addictive mechanic of while you're doing something the the world really does feel like it's always moving no matter where you are. And it, it's a pretty big map. So if you leave and t- to go somewhere else in the world, stuff's still happening back on your farm, even though you're not there. So that's why automating things is kind of cool. And, uh, you know, you'll come back and it'll look slightly different as far as like the amount of items or whatever, or the amount of money you have. And, uh, right now I'm trying to unlock new drones. And I think once I do that, I'm pretty much going to be done. Cause I'm going to see what the drones can do. And cause I also got the drones uh, doing a chicken farm for me, which is pretty cool. Cause they're like, there's like eight different breeds. I think there's six different breeds of chickens and it automatically organizes them for me and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it's addictive, even though it sounds really dumb, (laughs) but yeah, anybody that likes games like Minecraft and Stardew and these sorts of creative slash resource collecting. And, you know, basically you, have one resource to convert to another thing to convert to an you're just converting things up to more valuable stuff and that's that's just a, like a, a gimmick and lots of games this just is has a fun approach
1: to it is there building though i'm, I'm kidding I, I you just it, keep
0: getting stronger there's really not
1: building though it's no no i i know i i, know. I, I played it before i know there's not i was just uh
0: it's even less than calling a back to Sinonica. last episode
1: yeah I, I still, oh, right. I still want to. I still really want to really beat Subnautica, but I didn't know where to go. I got lost. It, it needs to keep it going down. Needs a compass. I mean, yeah, but then there's there's scary shit down there. There's those big creatures mm. that will try to eat you.
0: But anyway, um, shuffling through all the games, I also they were like, I think they were like for like six bucks. So I guess I did spend some money this week. I think it was like six bucks for the for like the last twenty two days of the month. I could try the PS Plus Premium or
1: whatever they call it.
0: You know, really, all it is is it has like some PS three, two, and one games. Like it's a lim- very limited selection.
1: I thought it was yeah. You know, I I thought whatever the premium was, like yeah, it was kind of like Nintendo Switch Online, but much more expensive, right? Where you where you can get
0: it's it's not as many games, and like I don't know, some of them are probably you know have their fan bases, but like I don't care about playing Siphon Filter from the PS one, even though like it's a huge gamer. I don't
1: want to play. You don't like Cipher Filton. <laughs>
0: I don't think Metal Gear Solid's on there the first one it might be though yeah. but no it's got like i think the original resident evil for ps1's on there i might try that out but i doubt i'll like it play it and, on switch well, the one i end up i know but i'm saying like if i i've never tried the original no 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 no,
1: no no i, I know what you mean i was just saying the switch one is the gamecube one but no i no, i've i've played the playstation one one and obviously that one's good because it started the series
0: but the game i did end up playing a little bit of, not much was uh ape escape because i remember this game just being so weird And uh, I played it. I think I played a demo of it.
1: It's got a great sound. If it wasn't
0: a demo, then maybe we rented it. Yeah. But this was back when I lived with my friend. Like, I guess it would have been right after my freshman year of college. It might have been before that. I might have just been hanging out with him during the summer before I went to college. But yeah, we played his PS1 a lot because that's the system he had. And so I remember playing Ape Escape. I don't know if we rented it or if I was just playing a demo, but I didn't get to play very much of it. But I was really compelled by using you can control two things at once with the two analog sticks and that's was a fairly novel concept at the time and so you could like run your guy can run around while you're like have a race car doing its whole path on its own which uh turns out is probably a little more complicated than i remember but at the same time the weirdness of the controls was part of the appeal it was it was like kind of sold itself on being a wacky game and you have like a net so you have to stun monkeys with like a a flashlight and there's a whole story to it but it's does it doesn't make much sense you have to stun them with this flashlight and then you have a uh net that you catch him with net and you actually have to like flick the uh analog stick to make the the net move makes so sense. it's got kind of almost like a one-to-one ratio sort of feel to it how it moves with the stick and uh yeah it just so no matter what the camera angle is which the camera is a little wonky but no matter the angle like proportionate to where you are like i guess proportionate to the character rather it's going to mimic how you're moving the stick so yeah, it's hard to explain. I'm sure the game's, you know, most people know this game. I just wanted to play the old one cuz I I had a chance to and it, it's still fun. I think I might go back to it later. And it's kind uh, of an arcade
2: style game, right?
0: Oh, very much so. Like the, each it's each level is like x amount of monkeys you have to get, but you know, there's more than that. And so you get bonuses if you get more and there's different like gadgets and stuff you get as you go that change up your uh, strategies and stuff. And they're like trying to run away from you and they're shooting stuff at you, trying to attack you. So you got to be careful with those crazy
1: monkeys. Always start in trouble.
0: They're like super smart.
1: <laughs>
0: they have like special brain implants or something.
1: They're fucking fo- poseable thumbs. That's what they come out after you with. They're fucking poseable thumbs.
0: I guess so. I mean, they all, all, all the monkeys and apes got them.
1: Yeah. I downloaded the soundtrack because uh, Retronauts did an episode about like PlayStation 1 music, and the soundtrack is really good on, on Apescape. So that intrigued me from that.
0: But, uh, the game I ended up playing a lot of and after cycling through everything was i'm back I'm back on inscription and uh I've already played it all the way to I think I'm in the last part of it because you have to be you beat one part and then it's like a second act that's basically a different game with the same sort of st- uh gameplay. and then the third act is like a weirder version of of the whole thing. I don't know it's it it's really fun how it plays with this the the main gameplay of the game and changes up the rules. Depending on who you're playing and stuff, but uh,
1: did you buy it yeah, again? I don't know. Did you? No, buy I it?
0: didn't buy it. It's on PS Plus.
1: Oh fuck! Well, yeah, your your PlayStation Plus level is much nicer than mine. I only get three a month. That's what I get. <laughs> but it said that I could upgrade it for three dollars more a month or something. I was like, "Well, I you get yeah, that." That's the
0: one I have. I have oh, whatever $20. the one up from that is that has to the and then I paid. I don't know to try it out for a month, and I don't think it's worth it. That's my, the premium is not worth it, I will say.
1: Yeah, because the, the essential level that I'm on is like, that would be six, because they charged me $10 a month for it, and I was like, well, I should change it. And it's like $60 a year or something like that. And I was like, really? That's more expensive than the regular PlayStation Plus was for PS3. Like, come on. <laughs> it used to be $50 yeah. a year. What are you doing?
0: I can't remember. I know I downloaded Dark Cloud. I like, actually played, paid real money for it. So I think some, if not all, of the games that are on that premium, you can buy like a la card or whatever they say. So like if there's only a few games that, on there that you really want to play, like I might want to play dark cloud 2 If I ever finish dark cloud, I might get in there and buy it for like five or 10 bucks, but I still don't need the the full subscription or whatever. Sure. So yeah, this, I just don't. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone listening, I there's, I know there's some RPGs on there. I've never really cared about that might be worth checking out, but uh on PS2? I, know, I have to get back to you on it. Well, on the, on the, just the, on the, um, uh, within that collection of games
1: oh yeah yeah i mean there's i mean i know we have some people that respond to us that there's one person in particular that knows a lot of playstation things
0: well heck yeah i would love to hear about it because gaming on a budget for sure lately so yeah still hoping to play pikmin one of these days
1: (laughs) i figured you might uh the baldur's gate 3 might uh might push that one over
0: yeah that was kind of my plan well the thing is i'm uh, gonna be out of town again for a lot of those days. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna be home for a few of those. Oh, yep, I'm getting it. What days? So I'm off between the the first and the tenth. That's the second half of my vacation. Oh, okay. So we're gonna travel to a couple places, but I'm between the two tr- little mini trips. I
1: have like a few days off Going at home. Going, going to more southern uh, amusement parks.
0: No, actually, going a little. We're going uh, uh, up by Mantino to Shoe Fest. Oh yeah, yeah, fest. yeah, yeah, Shoe Fest. I went last year, the year before, and then. Uh, well, that's
1: Shauna's. That's Shauna's thing, right? Like, because uh, cause, isn't your isn't your wedding like happen around having around Shoe Fest, or or, or there's going to be? Oh, uh, she's. Or there's going to be gonna like a, pe- a bachelor rest or or a friend party whatever around that time.
0: Ba- batch of people. Yeah, yeah. Batch of people party. Uh, yeah, I think that's sort of the idea. Like, if people want to hang out and. Let loose a little bit before the wedding, they could come to that music what? festival. It's super chill. Camping.
1: I remember that scenario. being a thing. Well, I mean, that's like probably a thing you know. that Shauna's been doing for years, right?
0: Yeah. Something I haven't been as keen on in the past, but now when I just look at it as like camping and I don't have to go watch all the concerts. I can just sit at the tent if I feel like it. Sure. And just relax. I like to cook sometimes there, like cook on the grill or whatever. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's but anyway, like I won't be playing PS Five during the that time.
1: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, because there's probably no Wi Fi, and that didn't even work out for you last week, anyway. So you know, nope, I haven't tried I haven't tried it out. But I got kind it right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out after we're done recording. Let's so, try the backbone down here. See if I can oh. play and see if I can do some. I don't know. I haven't tried out the internet. Well, or I have it plugged in, but I haven't tried it remotely yet because I just found it a couple days ago. So.
0: I did. I will. I do want to say I hooked up. I did remote play through my where I just played it through my computer upstairs, and I can do PS Five just fine that way. But I can't get the controller to work for some reason. So I ended up just hooking. I had to create a second profile, and the I think the controller is communicating with the PS Five directly. But the signal, I was there was like no lag, and it was like a really clear signal. So I I may end up using it around the house a little more.
1: I had a similar thing actually when I was first trying out a, a PlayStation Remote Remote Play the first time. I got it to look really good on my laptop on my like 2012 Mac or whatever, but I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to like get a controller to work with it. Like it looked great, but I'm like, how do I control mm-hmm. this? I'm like, it looks great, but yeah, I couldn't could figure it out from there. Let's talk about your beautiful art form that you made.
0: Oh yeah, that too. So I started this piece a long time ago, and I think I might might have
1: even talked about it on the show because I don't think you have. We're big fans of. All right, or I don't remember you mentioning it.
0: We're big fans of Square Painter on the show, and uh,
1: he's been on the show. Yeah, he's been on the show
0: and uh,
1: friend of the show, I guess. Right,
0: friend of the show. Yeah, there's a one of his paintings over there, and I've got another one over here. But I don't want to twist the camera all the way around. But anyway, yeah. uh,
1: we we have an Earthbound one as well that I bought for Jess, which is in a box somewhere, which I don't know where that is. But Mr. But I packed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This the same one.
0: But um, it inspired me to want to try it like getting his art obviously i didn't you know he's really good and he's got like a a, an eye for layout and stuff that i really don't understand because i'm not a professional artist but um i did finally finish this painting and it was because we went to our friend's art studio she has an or they have an art studio and uh it's here in town and they do like art shows and stuff there but also they'll teach you how to paint and stuff if you want to do lessons and uh if not if you want to just go there and paint there's like paints paint brushes canvases and stuff and you can kind of like buy like a, a camp a canvas depending on what size you want and then basically pay like five bucks to just use the acrylics and i was like this is awesome like i was sitting Good there there's uh, Sha- shauna was painting too uh we had another friend paint with us and all the while Ka- our friend katie was talking to us about stuff because they're going to officiate our wedding so we also were like talking business a little bit or yeah you know talking shop or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh i finally finished the painting and like i was really kind of struggling at first with trying to recreate all the different like shading and stuff i mean it's a pixel painting but like there's a lot of different like shades of the same color to create shadows and stuff within those sprites and i mean the people who designed the original sprites were just really good at that sort of thing and so I was doing that for a while, and then after a while, I was just like, you know, I kind of want it to look like glitchy, and I just wanted to put a lot more colors in here, because, and uh, yeah, I just kind of like gave up on trying to make it an exact Birdo when it came. Oh wait, it's gone oh, now.
1: <laughs> where did I put it? It flew away. Birdo flew away. I don't know where.
0: Oh, I found. It did fly away. So yeah, here's Birdo.
1: No, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. <laughs> I think it looks very, very cool. Uh, you should. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you put it on the slack. I I, I will use. I want to use it for the thumbnail or whatever for the episode.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's a uh, you can still you can definitely tell it's Birdo.
1: I think it no, I think it came together really well actually. It, when yeah. I saw it it, it kind of it, you know cuz you were you said you were trying to do like a punk rock feel for it. So it kind of for me mm-hmm. it almost kind of looked like a Burdo combined with Wendy with Wendy O, you know, cuz Wendy O was from the from the punk band, the Plasmatics, right? It was like she was an actual uh, I think she's dead now, but it but it was a punk singer that was based on with the with the Koopalings or whatever. And it really, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was um, yeah, and it was uh, It reminded me of that. And in and, uh, and and we were whatever. we it, it was Sunday night after after the wedding when we were both uh, when Jess and I were very 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 tired. And uh, I saw that you had put that on Slack, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And I saw that Jess had already liked it, and I was like, oh, cool, you saw it. And I ended up, I went to sleep and I had these like very vivid dreams about me re-downloading Witcher 3 and having a great time with it because (laughs) you had talked about it so much on the podcast. It was kind of funny. So I ended up uh, re-downloading Witcher 3. So now I have it on my Switch again. And I thought I'd give it a try just because, you know, Jeremy likes it. So I'll give it a try again. I mean, a lot of games I really you've play been, much this week, but yeah, I mean, a lot of games you've been playing. I already own, so I was like, well, I could try them just to have more content for the show. So, so I re-download, re-downloaded Witcher Three, and I got all the fucking updates. There's like, there's like twenty fucking updates on there for free that you can get on the Switch version, like with a whole bunch of different yep. outfits and skins and all this other fucking shit. So, it took forever to just up get that, and then I just got the and to get the, that was its own thing aside from the game or whatever. But yeah, I had this vivid dream about Witcher Three and. And it was also it was like Geralt and Geralt's like girlfriends or whatever. It was kinda hilarious. But it was all about like, oh, you downloaded again and you were with Trist this one time and then somebody else and this is now it's better now because you tried it again or whatever. It was it was ridiculous. But I was like, Well, you know what, I'll try it again just for the fun of it on the show. Why not? Let's let's download it. Let's do it. Yeah, it Get that fucking white haired idiot. Get him back on here. On the Switch. Not the show. We don't have Geralt, Geralt coming on here.
0: Also, Henry Cavill's
1: done with that show
0: it's a new guy after him.
1: the show was done with him. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, it...
0: something like that. Yeah. I don't remember the exact details, but
1: I mean, you're, I mean, you're the biggest fan of it out of all of us. So, I mean, you should be the one that's upset. right? I but... should know.
0: I, I don't know how I could call myself a fan and not know. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I figured he just had to go do something else. I didn't really look. Into.
1: But regardless, I, I do really like, I think that painting looks great. Like, I love it. Like, I, I think, you. I think it's very good. I think it's came out very well. Yeah. So,
2: it's much better than if it were just a straight burdo painting. Like, like that would have been fine and all, but you, you put your own touch on it, and
0: that's cool. I like the, the sort of punk rock edginess to it. Yeah, and it helps that I had access to all those paints and brushes and stuff. So it was just like a little bit more like goofing off, and it became a lot more fun when I wasn't just trying to do pixel for pixel what the grid was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, like John uh, John was saying, it has inspiration. It has like, um, you know, yeah, no, I think it looks great, like personality. It's, yeah exactly yeah has a lot of personality looks really really cool I mean Thanks, it, if, if it sparked a dream from me seeing it like very few very few things do that uh I think the last time I well what was it um the new Star Trek stuff did spark a dream for me but uh it's rare that and, and well what was it a uh, thread quest treasures also I had a dream out of that but most of it's like you know something that inspires my brain like right before I see it like the where I will dream a whole night about it It's pretty huge, so... Yeah, no, no, I think it looks great.
0: Mario 2 is all a dream, so... That's true, yes. (laughs) There's fun layers.
1: But Birdo is not a dream, because Birdo has been in many things. I like Birdo a lot. dreamy. Yeah.
0: And so I wanted to do Birdo, and I did Birdo, and...
1: And Birdo is important, right? Because Birdo was... Maybe I'll paint
0: something else. Oh, yeah. First
1: trans female in in, uh, any Mario game. So way, way, way back when, right?
0: I love that everybody just accepted it, too, like, canonically. You know, they weren't... you know, it was, it was kinda, you know, whatever language of the time they're like, everyone knows Berto's really a boy, but Birdo wants to be a girl, so they just go along with it this is essentially what it is. So it's not exactly acceptance, but it's also like not not bungling in Burdo's business.
1: But I'm saying, but now, like later birdo stuff like they would never they would never like uh you know dead name birdo or, or whatever like they would not know uh, like now you would see birdo say is as, as she her like that you would not see yep. you would not see that text like that was the text that you would see in like the original manual for like mario 2 but like not yeah now. i guess a lot like of people it, wouldn't it, even like know birdo just was like we will just refer to birdo as as the as the gen as the as the gender that that she is you know and that's uh
0: because toads are canonically gender neutral too aren't they
1: well i mean well, what was it uh during the um during captain toad uh, i think was it Miyamoto or so- somebody said that said that that toads could choose their gender which i thought was a kind of a weird thing to say but it's like oh yeah no whatever gender you are is what you are. well they're fun but, yeah. well they were trying you know i think they were trying to just be like yeah no uh, yeah i mean moses
2: first had the same thing going on where there's just like they're all one thing but then there's one that's
1: female just
0: one i think anymore people are just more like i don't care if my character is male or female i just want to like give it the hair and the you know the design i want
1: well actually i think that's a really really cool thing though as far as like a character generation where it's a Or character creation where you don't have to say whether you're like, you mm-hmm. know, whether you're within the, you know, the two genders that are not the only two genders. But, but I like, I mean, I, I think it's really cool that actually Street Fighter 6 did this even where it's like you could be male or female or human and I picked human, you know, where it's like I, I prefer that. Yeah, so a lot of games are doing that now where it's like you it should not be like a specific gendered one way or the other. You should just be able to make yourself however you want to look and then they will just say call you they them in the game. Like that's what that's what we all want, right? Even, even Even Quake 2, when you die, it says they died. It does not say he or she died. It says they died. And I like that, actually. And they don't even ask you. They just say that just because, like I said, best remaster of all time, Quake 2. But no, I kind of love that. Where it's like, it says Trey NDP, they died. And I was like, I love that. It's a great game. Yeah,
0: really. It's yeah, just it's cool that an old less game is being inclusive like that. And uh, you can still blow people up and knock them in a meat grinders and stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I mean, you don't knock them into meat grinders. That's that's just a background in a level. That's just oh happening. okay. That's just they're they're just they're just falling into meat grinders. It's like the you know it's like the the hell or whatever that you would see. You it's know, like the
0: like Pink it. Floyd video.
1: It's like it's like the uh, you you remember the Battle Pope comic that that we read, uh, which was actually written by Robert Kirkman, who wrote uh, the Walking Dead. But uh, the one where they like. Where in the hell they get all everybody like falls into grinders and they all get grinded up and then fed to somebody else who gets dropped into grinders and all just goes in a circle like, like that sort of thing.
0: The human sausage peed.
1: Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's say what, uh, let's talk about news. Is there any news left? News and news news news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. John, you're the news person.
2: Let's uh, see. So you've got uh, new games released this week besides Quake Two. We got Extreme Sports. The the um, what was that? the Wake Forward games? I was actually the game Boy Color Game.
1: I was intrigued by this because, yeah, it looks like it's basically like an extreme sports RPG. it's, It's pretty much with the Shantae characters, right? Like, they very much look like the ones from that, and I was very intrigued by it. But the other... I thought about getting it until I realized that also coming out probably right now i'm not going to look at it because it'll mess up my beautiful background that i have here but uh motherfucking vampire survivors is probably out right now on switch and you can buy it for four dollars and fifty cents like you were talking earlier about like fifteen dollars being a good price uh it's coming out for four ninety nine, but it's on sale for four forty nine. so i'm getting that fucking game i want to play this game while i'm editing tomorrow i have to right it because i mean jeremy talked about it on our uh, halloween episode
0: i play a shit son of it when it first came out
1: but aside from you multiple people have said that it is the actual game of the year this year so i, I feel like i need I to play it regardless that. no uh, i found it interesting like the people who created it like they were people who did like a video like video game poker and stuff like that before they had done that so they knew how to you know intrigue you and draw you into all these things but it, it's so cheap uh so many people have talked about how incredible the game is so i really want to play it and uh yeah four bucks I think we can make that work and i got i got some gold points in there i think i can do it
0: i might just do that myself because i want to play it on the giant screen
1: <laughs> oh yeah because
0: i guess i could already do that with the hdmi
1: i would say don't, don't you have it on your computer or something or yeah i, I do
2: go nintendo is reporting that the metroid dread developer is working on two large undisclosed titles mercury steam working on two large undisclosed titles so there's no details about what they might be working on but hey, they were good. At, they're good at what they do. So cool. What do you guys think that it would be, or what would you like it to be?
1: Well, I, I don't necessarily want it to be that, but I but I'm sure they might try to remake Super Metroid at some point. Yeah, you know that's what I'm thinking. I think that's probably yeah. their next step. Which just leave it alone. It's like the Toxic Avenger. Leave it alone. Even though they probably well, they should re-
0: remake Zero Mission. <laughs>
1: Or well, no, yeah. yeah I mean, Zero Mission is already a remake, but Zero Mission is very no. Painful. Don't do it. Yeah,
0: it'll end all video games again, like it, like E.T. did. Yeah. Um. No, because I think they already did that, didn't they? Didn't they already like remake a remake? I don't know. Whatever. Uh What could it be? You know, it's could also be some other thing. You know, like maybe they've got yeah, maybe there's something in the realm of what we would expect, something Metroidy, but maybe the other things like some pet project, and now they can work on it because they've gained steam put into it
1: i would like to see them do another thing because what was the last thing they did they did that like castlevania game that everybody hated before metroid 2 came out so uh lords of shadow yeah yeah so let's do yeah. another castlevania game that maybe doesn't suck and maybe it'll be better i don't know or something like that like a metroidvania something
2: people are asking for a new donkey kong country game what if they're the ones doing it
1: oh that'd be what if they made it
0: dark and gritty
1: hey i would be no that that's a good idea though john i mean i would, I would like to see yeah. them do a donkey kong country oh i thought you were going to say my idea was good Dark and gritty Donkey Kong Country. I want a dark and gritty Donkey Kong 64 where you gotta like a 2D
0: Conquer Bad Fur Day like sequel, but put all that dump all that charm and graphics into it, just make it like a like a Donkey Kong Country type type of game. I'd like it, I'd play it, but they're not not rare rare, though.
1: I want a tropical freeze 2 more frozen, even frozener let's do it the, the most frozen speaking of more frozener uh
2: and the thq announcements they announced south park snow day a new 3d south park game
1: well uh, all right so so i like i said earlier i watched this thq uh thing and um so this now the south park game was actually not an announced for switch originally the the one thing that was for switch was uh Trine five how many trines are there i think it's five right and that that trailer's kind of hilarious because it's like, I'm hanging it at home and my friend came here and let's play a game. We're playing a game together. All right. And here's another person. And we bring the pizza person in. It's really cheesy and kinda stupid, but, but it but in the, the actual it, well, the, they brought a pizza, but then the pizza delivery person got brought into the trying game as well, like in, in the whatever, in the uh gotcha. commercial. But no, but they but they didn't actually put the switch logo in there. But then later they said it was in there. But honestly, the South Park game kinda to me looked like a real time strategy multiplayer game. Like I really didn't give a fuck about it. I was like, all right.
0: Wasn't the second one kind of an RTS?
1: The, uh, oh, uh, stick of, stick one. of, or what was it? Um,
0: the something's butthole, butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fractured, fractured butthole.
1: butthole no it was still an oh. rpg it just had a little bit more of a strategy because of where you place the people so yeah well that was kind of more like a turn-based strategy like this one that's what, what looked like a real-time strategy like more like diablo oh. like that sort of thing is what i got from it from watching it live and all that that's what i got from it but you know what i don't know i don't really care that much about soft park anymore so it didn't really do much for me the best thing
0: they did recently was when they had chat gpt right
1: part of it oh did they do a chat gpt thing yeah
0: it it was like six months ago probably
1: i don't know they did an they did an episode that was about like trans wrestlers and i felt like that was like about nyla rose and i felt like that was like a knife to my heart so i was done with them after that makes sense i mean you know they're rich people like i don't think they actually saw any of it i think they just heard there was a trans wrestler and they just made that stupid episode from it. whatever but regardless uh marvel pinball is finally coming to nintendo switch which i uh, was like about fucking time like i was i got these games like what 2012 2011 something like that like seriously it was a long ass time ago and they, they had all these other pinball fx games but not the marvel ones and i'm like why the fuck not like why uh why are we waiting so so long but it's coming out on august 24th which is next week but uh, but there's a lot of really good uh pinball tables in there actually there was a uh, the infinity gauntlet one was a really good one. If you want to see what Marvel was like before they made a movie about it, you can play the pinball game based on the comic and not the movie and all that. And there's like an Avengers table. They have like a they have a Blade table, which is pretty cool, and like Fantastic Four and uh, Wolverine, Spider Man, like uh, all the individual tables. But the, but they were all they were all really good. I had a lot of fun with them. Fantastic Four one is really good.
2: There's a release date for Enchanted Portals, which you might remember. It is the Cuphead rip off.
1: I okay, do not. That's coming really
2: out on. That one. September 6. Yeah, it looks like Cuphead, but it looks like it was also probably made like, you know, not necessarily hand drawn. Looks like, you know, it's, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say Flash, but you know, a step up from Flash or something like that. But I don't know, good for them They're releasing their game. but I don't know why you would get that if you want Cuphead Cuphead is available and probably cheaper at this point.
1: So it's the same, like, run around, shoot people, like th- like that sort of thing? Yeah,
2: not like only that, but it's also the same off, art whatever. style. Oh, okay. Card, you know, 1930s cartoon art style. Yeah, yeah. It's very clear where the inspiration was taken from. But if you want that, just get Cuphead. That's right, right now.
1: And it's probably for the people who already played through Cuphead. Want something else like that, you know?
2: I guess. It's not for me.
1: Oh, well, you never made it through Cuphead. But if you did, and you were like, "Where are my other cup heads at?" Here's your next uh, uh, drinking receptacle-related uh, head thing. is this, this one.
2: Sure. Next up is uh, Batman Arkham Trilogy. Got a release date on October thirteenth.
1: Throw it on the pile. Sure I'm going to get this one. Throw it on the pile of October releases. There's so many fucking things coming out in October. Drop it on the pile. The uh, the, the picture of it I thought looked pretty good. Like they had a new, they had some new artwork <laughs> that had everything brought together, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's cool." Uh, this one is. I mean, is is the strike going to end by then? Probably not. So, uh, not getting that one. <laughs> I'm like, one game a month, maybe, is here we are at right now. S- support uh, Screen Actors Guild and uh, the writing, the WGA. Like, seriously. There's another Metroid rumor out there.
2: Metroid Prime 4 reportedly contains massive areas to explore. So it's not an open world. That's from my Nintendo news. I saw that. So, it was nice to see yeah, some more news game.
1: about a game that we've haven't seen anything from for like what 20 years whatever when was the last time no it was 2002 when was the last time they said they weren't going to that they were changing developers or whatever that was a long time ago but they said Three it or was four years ago but i think i thought it they said that it would come out around 2022 and of course that already happened and then we saw no news since then so i don't know it's been over this. six
0: years since they showed the screen of
1: it at E 3 I thought, yeah, I thought it was maybe longer. Well, yeah, it would be, it would be about right because uh, the switch is. For six old. years. Yeah.
2: This is coming from Xbox era co-founder Nick Baker, who recently spoke about the game on the Xbox podcast after reportedly learning new information from his sources. I'm quoting the article now from uh, my Nintendo News, but Baker says that the game is set to feature massive open areas to explore, which he likened to the Xbox game Halo Infinite. Though the game itself won't be an open world adventure.
1: Well, I mean, if he wants to liken it to something, he should liken it to fucking Metroid Prime Three, because that's what that sounds like. Metroid Prime yeah. Three had like really big open world areas, but it wasn't an open world game. But you could travel between planets, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, fuck Halo Infinite. I mean, they even stole the they even stole the mask look later. Jeremy, what do you think about the Stardew Valley cookbook?
0: I just am now seeing this thing about it. It
1: this could is be just it, for you. It could be fun. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I would, I'm interested
0: if it's so.
1: Yeah, I would be interested in what it is. Well, basically, it's an official cookbook from the creator himself. In order to so. get, in order to get the cookbook, you basically have to watch the cooking channel on every Wednesday for at least like two years before you can find that. We, uh, we, Jess <laughs> and I dealt with that when we were playing a, a co-op on that game, where it's like we we yeah. needed like this one thing to give to give to the trash bear or whatever, and it's like, oh no, wait, we should have watched. Uh, the cooking show every Wednesday for the last fucking year. And it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Fuck that. No, I mean, I would think that, you know, some of the recipes are kind of simple on there, but I don't know. It could be fun, I guess. I mean, it's all, it's all never, I didn't ever do that. It's it's mimicking real things that you can already make probably. So I don't think you need that cookbook, but you know,
0: right. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it might be a cool little conversation piece
1: put it on your coffee table but then
0: Thank people sell coffee on it
2: sometimes we should do a nintendo main an x-pack a bonus episode of, of video game foods thought well, that uh, for a while
1: put it on the list because we gotta because we gotta do two because we missed this we missed last time so that's my plan is we're gonna it's do true. two at the end of the month so get available i'd like
2: to do it a, a challenge where we all pick a video game food to cook and eat and and do a report on it. I think that could be fun. We should eat we it. While, we should other.
1: eat it while we're recording, like the like the cereal episode. Right. We can call it the dinnering. <laughs> sure, I, I'm into that. Maybe not this. Maybe not this one. But we do still need to make up on our missed X Pac episode.
0: Separation anxiety.
1: <laughs> I like that too. Nice. All right. What's left here?
2: Uh, the big, the 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 Peacock Twisted Metal show is a big
1: big hit. Apparently.
2: Have it's you w- have you watched it? Had.
1: Have you seen it yet? No,
2: I've not watched it yet.
1: So we Should watched. Watch. We watched one episode. Jess and I watched it, and Jess hated it. Which it looks Ugh. it looks pretty shitty. Like it's uh, as far as yep. like uh, quality goes, it looks really like every fucking thing is CGI. Like all the backgrounds are bad CGI, oh, that sucks. like bad green screen. Maybe that's what they're trying to go for because because this is based on a fucking PlayStation One game. But I mean, I don't know. Samoa Joe's in it. He's a cool wrestler. That's all I saw. I watched one episode, but I did think it it was incredibly cheesy. Like very cheesy. I'm like, what alright. I mentioned it last week. There's a part where they're fucking driving through a mall and the play and and the PlayStation One Twisted Metal game like falls on, yeah, the, it car, falls on the car. And Anthony Mackie's like, Oh hey, look at that. And I'm like, Alright. It's like Mario playing NES and the fucking Mario. But I mean I guess, you know, it's on a lot of video game whatever adaptations as the same thing as we saw with the Mario movie, people are basically like, Oh, Hey, it's close enough. So I love it. That's basically what it is. Cause there's really not that much, you know? So it's like, here's, this is what I got. So yeah, sure. That's fine. We don't have any, I don't
2: know. I think a, a twisted metal show should have been like, you know, Mad Max Fury Road, but with more comedy and, you know, ampl- I mean, I blood mean it, and all that stuff. I mean,
1: it is post-apocalyptic, but they don't have the budget for Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, they had, to yeah, they, it. they had to re-rake that sand every time. Every time after every take. Seriously, I yeah. mean they, I mean, they don't got that budget. Like Peacock, nah, they don't got that fucking budget for that shit.
2: There was a show called Blood Drive. I mentioned this in the Slack before, but it was on the Sci-Fi Channel, and I went to the premiere of it in in Hollywood, and uh, there was like a premiere screening and everything to watch two episodes at this at the at the Egyptian Theater. And I thought that show was actually pretty good. Like, it should have been more like that show, or that show, go look it up, Blood Drive. It was just, like, you know, bloody, gory, fun, leaning into the the uh, grindhouse cinema kind of, kind of aspect. Whereas this Twisted Metal show looks to me just too clean, too PG-13. That's why I'm so lukewarm on
1: watching it. I'll watch it sometime. But was it,
0: that, it was i thin think even. i believe it was one of you who mentioned like it should have like death race influence it
1: no no i was ju- i was just gonna say that like if you want to make it just make it like death race 2000 like death race 2000 is already twisted metal way before twisted metal ever happened and much more interesting and a lot more female drivers than twisted metal ever had so you could cast
0: sylvester Stallone I
1: <laughs> uh, yeah i was gonna say uh what's what's his face son? i mean kung fu legend continues is't going to be in there because he's dead. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, David something. David Carradine. Yeah, there you go. I love David Carradine in that movie though. He's so good. Frankenstein. I just need mm-hmm. a navigator. God damn, that movie's so good. Watch Death Race 2000. It's so fucking good. Don't watch that. Make rem- sure it's the original one. Yeah, don't watch that remake bullshit. But that original one is so good. I have it signed by Mary Warrenoff. I just, I, it's over there in my DVD collection. That's, I'm pointing somewhere. This audio part. Clammy no no, Jane no, no one knows. Of course. Uh, she signed uh, Death Race 2000 and Rock and Roll High School, because I saw her at the music box.
0: Wait, who was she in Rock and Roll High School? Was she she's the president.
1: America? Or not the president. Uh, she She's the principal. Principal. Oh, principal, oh, principal. Yeah. Principal. Togar, yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Uh, yeah. Mary Warnoff is awesome.
0: Who's the one? Uh, was it the science teacher that made the uh, mice explode when they listened to the Ramones?
1: Uh, well, I mean, that, that was an experiment that she showed or whatever. But I, what was it? Um, yeah. I mean, one of the, maybe it was a science te- I mean, one of the teachers ends up being cool. Or no, maybe it's the maybe the band teacher or whatever. But he yeah. one of them ends up showing up, up at the concert or whatever at the end. But you know, no, she was, I, I, I remember her showing that, that the, the, yeah, he's like, these mice are living together out of wedlock. <laughs> and they were all wearing leather jackets. It's, it's a great movie. Check it out. Dragon roll High School. But one last one.
2: Ocarina of Time very nearly had its own Hobbit character. This is coming from Nintendo Life, where it was revealed that the Deku Scrubs were originally more like
1: hobbits. Oh, like okay. little people. So, so they got giant feet. I guess so. I don't know. But that's, was, that's all I know about a, hobbits. They got giant feet and cool houses, I guess, from what I've seen.
0: And they like to be leisurely as often as possible.
1: They like to smoke pipes and sing a lot. Yeah. Watch, watch the uh, what was it? The Amazon, watch the Amazon Prime, uh, whatever Lord of the Rings prequel, which. Was that ah, we watched a couple? Wasn't that great? But you can see, but you can see the hobbits in their uh in their like natural habitat or whatever. In that, in that.
2: Well, this is according to Did you, uh, Did you Know Gaming, where they recently went through a bunch of old Nintendo interviews and they discovered that Ocarina of Time was originally set to include its own original character called Hobbit. And this was in an interview with Miyamoto himself, who explained that the, the Deku scrubs, uh, originally they were intended for a separate character who would. Tell uh, stories, sell items to
1: Link, and more like a Hobbit. Mm. Kind of like uh, what's his face, uh, the guy that we all hate, Tingle. <laughs> I was I mean, kind of wondering if that yeah.
0: wasn't like a prequel, like a uh, yeah, maybe so. I mean, I Tingle mean, he's
1: process. he sold stuff to you in Majora's Mass. He sold you maps yeah. and whatnot.
0: He's got a bit of a Hobbity vibe yeah. to him.
1: There's a there are actually there's a couple things I want to mention just because uh, the that one, I mean, I know both, all of you, we'll all be into it. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DLC is coming out at the end of the month, August 31st. Wow. Oh, and they cool. just added, a uh, Karaya in there. Or no, Karai. What's her name? Karai. As a playable character. Which Karai is, uh, what, Shredder's daughter? Or maybe Splinter's daughter? But she's cool. She's actually really, really cool in the 2012 show, if you watch that. The, the, the one who's, that is the best TMT show, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, know she's in there and also what is it um Yojimbo, right the the character that's based mm-hmm. on the, uh, like the the Kurosawa oh, yeah. movies uh, that's in there as well so that's so it has a release date now for August 31st so be excited this about month. that um this one kind of made me think about John a little bit uh yeah. have you seen the sky flying basketball roguelite robo dunk i've never what now? i've never seen a basketball roguelite game ever it seemed kind of interesting
0: there's chaos in the windy city
1: uh, that wasn't a roguelike. Every oh, the levels were always the same. No, I mean it was Robo Dunk. Yeah, Robo Dunk. I was, ca- yeah, was kind of curious about it because, uh, yeah, it's like it it kind of gave me a little bit of a of a of like an NBA Jam feeling, but also like okay, you have to fight through robots to get to the hoop to to dunk it or whatever. And I don't know, give it a look. It's a it looked interesting to me. It's um it's coming out on September twenty fifth, but basketball of the future. Yeah, it was a. it kinda it I'm kinda felt it. like might sort of be in your wheelhouse a little bit. Oh yeah, it's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I'm just interested Is
0: it in... online multiplayer?
1: I don't know about that. I mean I'm just interested on this whole like uh what is what is roguelike sports what is that? No one has really done that yet, so let's uh let's see what that's like. That's what I'm kinda interested in. And also I was kinda interested I was inter- interested in it so much that I tried to look it up today, but uh NASCAR Arcade Rush is coming out. Next month, September 15th, I thought it was coming out August 15th, and I looked at it, it looked kind of cool, it sort of looked a little bit like San Francisco Rush, but with a with a NASCAR thing on top of it, and it looked like an arcade racer, and you know, I love arcade racers, and I was like, wait, fuck, this, I just wanted to see what the price was on it, but I'm not really a NASCAR person, but when I found out that NASCAR raced, well, tried to race through downtown Chicago, I thought, you know, that'd be a fun video game to play, probably a terrible idea to do in a city, but... Might be a fun video game idea. And it didn't work because it rained so much that the streets flooded. Trust me, I almost got, I almost died of drowning because I was trying to deliver and yeah, it was fucked. That weekend was fucked. There was water everywhere. <laughs> like, seriously. If I would have gone under that bridge at that time, I might have not lived. But thankfully, I turned away from oh, yeah. it. Well, there were people warning me of it, thankfully. Like, in the neighborhood, being like, don't fucking go in there. And then I saw cars, like, water all the way up to the fucking top of that. It was fucking terrifying. But yeah, that, that uh, NASCAR arcade game looks kind of fun. So there you go. But I think that's good. I think that's good for the news. All right. One one thing before we go. Uh, we did get a comment from one of our listeners. Jeremy A says, glad to hear how much you have enjoyed AW, but please do not forget Chained Echoes. I know Jeremy started it, but I would love to hear Trey's thoughts as well. My game of the year for 2022. and One of the best RPGs I've played in years. Jeremy, you already have. I need it. to get back to it. I know. I need to play it. I mean, you should love it. It's hugely inspired by Chrono Trigger. I really want to play it because yeah, I've heard so many people say great things about it, and I I really intrigued by the what I've heard about the battle system. So and it's only like twenty five bucks. So if I can you know rub rub some nickels together, maybe I'll have enough money to get that, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Something like that. What you
0: should do is become a magician that you can just go grab nickels from behind people's ears.
1: Um, yeah yeah right. That's that would be a that would be an important. Uh, that would be a new job. I will just how many nickels do you need to pay your mortgage? That's a lot. Is what they are. Uh, but thanks everybody for listening to episode 384. And if you uh, like the show and you want to support the show, go to patreon.com/slash Main Podcast. And uh, we we you know we have been late on the expansion pack, but I promised it last week. But I think we sh- we're going to do two in a row to make up for that for our missing of last week. So we'll so we'll do whenever we record. We'll just at the end of the month instead of just doing one, we'll just do two. We just have to, we'll have to figure out our scheduling, but we'll make it work and we'll do two episodes. I put them out at the same time and all that. You know, moving, moving sucks. But if you want to find, uh, if you want to find Jeremy or me on, uh, on the, on the uh, X, on the platform formerly known as Twitter, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, you can find us at JMaxStack and at Nintendo underscore domain. Yeah, it's just like X.
0: Yeah, it's so stupid. And I'm on Blue Sky.
1: <laughs> and Jeremy's on Blue Sky. Yeah, you made it. I,
0: I went over there and I still like I
1: don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I
0: think w- that's the thing. Like it's not as i don't know i'm not seeing as many ads and stuff so that's good
1: yeah i hope there's not ads in the comments because that like and that was pre that was that was fucking pre musk shit like i've been getting all kinds of likes on
0: old posts by uh by porn
1: accounts lately so yeah that's been going on i i love when i post something and then i get a like for something that i posted five years ago i just got that recently like when yeah. i posted like last episode to it's like oh we liked we liked when you played through uh the 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 fucking marvel game on super nintendo on twitch from like 2016 i was like okay (laughs) thanks (laughs) no seriously it was I got a like and a repost of that i was like all right i was like don't go on twitch to find that because you're not going to find it but uh but i i promised uh, i promised the discord people that we're that i'm going to stream for real this monday coming up twitch.tv slash nintendo main podcast so be there
0: are you going to stream aw
1: yeah, probably. I mean, we'll stream us, probably us all playing it. Or maybe if we play something else, I'll stream that as well. I'm streaming whatever the fuck we're going to play. And I'm putting the voices through it. And you can hear everyone. And we will just talk about how much we love CM Punk. And his and his uh, his kingdom that he's created in AEW or whatever else. This and, cute dog. Yeah, <laughs> Larry. Larry, it's on his fucking hoodie. We, I saw it when I was right next to him. I uh, know he wasn't wearing a hoodie, actually. He was wearing a tank top. Because it was hot outside, because it's summer yeah you can find us on there also uh if you miss the twitch things you can go to Ninten- uh, you can go to youtube.com session nintendo main podcast and find that there and yeah that's where that is and uh yeah but yeah we are your hosts i'm trey johnson
0: i'm jeremy
2: mcdowski i'm john nitter
1: I thanks everybody for listening we will see you next time
0: see you punk